0: Okay, we're getting started. Hello. This is Parentel, the podcast. My name is Kayla. I'm your host. I created this podcast to facilitate discussions about the things that kind of just go unsaid in terms of pregnancy, family planning, postpartum, parenthood, pretty much the things that you're not going to see, you know, like on Grey's Anatomy and in uh, TV shows and movies because it's just the stuff that I guess we're not truly comfortable talking about, but for the sake of all the future pregnant people out there and the future parents, we need to talk about this shit um, so that we all don't feel as alone and as weird when these thoughts come up. Today, I'm super excited because I <laughs> I am chatting with one of my closest friends and her name is Melissa. Welcome, Melissa.
1: Thank you for having
0: me Kayla. You're so welcome. Um thank you for being on the show. I uh, it's so funny. I feel like a lot of times I will just be talking to someone and something that they say or something that we connect with makes me realize like, "Oh yeah, this person needs to be on the show." Like they don't even realize what they're saying to me right now, but like it's all good. I wish you were recording this right now. <laughs> um and that's exactly how this episode came to be. But I guess quick backstory before uh, we started zooming, I was thinking like, well, I guess I have to tell the story of how Melissa and I came to know each other. It's actually one of my favorite, like, oh, me too. I know it's like one of my favorite, like friendship forming yeah. stories just cause it's like just so sweet and obviously meant to be. Yeah. Um, so I know Melissa from my time in California and my only regret is that like, we met so late. Yes. Like, we yeah. met, we met, and then I moved away. Like, what nine months later, 10 months later.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Something like that.
1: Too soon. Too soon. Um,
0: but we met because unbeknownst to me, I actually moved on to Melissa street and I had no idea. Um, my husband and I, Jimmy and I bought, um, a house at the end of a street. And at the time I was a peer bar instructor and Melissa was a brand new, uh, client. And we were just, I remember like we were just standing there talking and I mentioned that I used to live downtown and you were probably like, Oh yeah, me too. Cause we mm-hmm. also basically lived across. the street yes,
1: downtown.
0: yes. Like when we, we lived, know each other. I know, uh, I love it. So then I think you must've asked me, you, pro- I remember you were like, where did you move? And I think I said yes. like, Oh, I said the neighborhood. Yes. And you said, Oh, well I live on whatever. I guess I'll just say the street. Like no one's going to look it up. It's yeah. fine. I live on Cherokee Avenue. And I was like, Oh, well I just moved on to Cherokee Avenue. <laughs> and it was just like the best thing, just like the coolest, best thing ever. Cause it's almost just like for me, it was almost just like back to childhood where like your friend lives on the same street and it's just like, I'm yes. just going <laughs> to,
1: I'm just going to walk to Melissa's house. Okay. Bye. Like what are the chances of that? Right. Exactly. And I think also the, the conversation starter, because that was at a time where I had some friends in San Diego, obviously from work, but I was coming into Pier bar, totally new, like kind of like who wants to be my friend, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think I was wearing that, um, Oh my gosh! Shirt. That's right. And like, I like your shirt, and I was like, oh, "Well, I like you. Like, let's talk some more." Um, yeah. And it turns out we lived on the same street. So, so cute. So cute, and now we don't. We I
0: know. <laughs> I know. Now we live so far away. Um, And when COVID is over, I'm very excited to visit you. Melissa bought an amazing house in Potato Land,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I'm super. And if you don't know what state that is, look it up. I'm not going to tell you. No, it's Idaho. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I've actually never been there. So I'm really excited to go one of these, one of these days.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, the reason that I asked Melissa to be on this episode is because uh, we were FaceTiming uh, with one of our mutual friends and this topic that we're going to talk about I don't even, don't remember how it came up, but you went on this like diatribe. No, and I mean this in the best way possible. You went on this rant and like everything you were saying, though, like I had had those exact same thoughts before I had kids. I still have those thoughts now, like post having a kid. And so I was just like, yes, we need to talk about this because- If you are saying it, and I felt like 100% other people feel this way. So we are talking about being on the fence about having children. That moment where you're just like, you know, you're just weighing the pros and the cons. You're just not sure. And we're going to kind of dive into what goes into that. And it's funny because I told Jimmy yesterday, um, I was like, well, it's weird because I... I absolutely relate with how Melissa feels, but because like I, I crossed over, yeah. you know, like I had the kid, so now it's like I kind of just want to listen and like, yeah, what you think and what you feel. Um, so I feel like for once, it's actually probably going to be you talking. More. <laughs> so um, get
1: get your pipes ready. Oh. <laughs> Man, I mean, this is going to be. I I'm like nervous because I don't talk about this a lot. I mean, I'm totally open to talking about it. Of course. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm just so undecided that for me, it's just like, well, that's it. There's just nothing more. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. either going deep therapy or just like, I'm just going to stay frozen and in indecision forever. Mm. <laughs> that's really how I feel. So
0: well, I remember you um, in our group text with Jen, it was, I think it was New Year's Day. We were all kind of talking about like our, not goals, you know, just like stuff we were thinking yeah. about what we'd like yeah. to accomplish or what we'd like to do. And one of the things you said is that you, well, you said you, you say this to yourself every new year, that yeah. this is going to be the year that you're going to decide whether or not you're going to have kids yeah. or a kid. Um, and you, but you said it a little differently. You were like, yeah. I think it kind of seemed like you were like, this is it. Like, this is the year that I'm going to actually make a
1: decision. So, you know, we're. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> so now like, I'm putting this out into the world. It's recorded. And so everybody's gonna be like, oh, in the year, like, what's your decision? <laughs> I, don't believe, <laughs> you, I don't know.
0: You can tell them to fuck right off. <clears because throat> that's of true. But, you know, we're about a month in. So, like, how's it going?
1: uh it's going about like every other year um I haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about it except for yesterday because I sat down and like wrote some things down which so this is great for me um because I knew I was going to talk about this out loud I still have my book that I would like to read that I probably bought on Amazon oh wait no Um, tell me what it is it's called motherhood is it for me Who's it by step-by-step by step guide to clarity, which is what I need. I need a step-by-step step guide to clarity. No, 100%. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So like I have these tools in my toolbox, right? I, I feel like I could make a decision, but I can't. I mean, that's just my problem. I'm just in the I mean, realm. it's,
0: and that's perfectly valid. It is literally one of the biggest like decisions yes. you will ever make. And there's no, and I've said Still this on the show, like, yes, like this is the biggest commitment of your entire life. So Thank it's you. not something, I mean, it's 100% something that everyone needs to contemplate. So I don't think you're wrong or weird, you know, in buying a book about it. Absolutely not. Like more power to you. Now I'm like, well, dang, I should have read that book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. You didn't need to, you just knew. Mm-hmm. And that's my my biggest, I think, internal struggle is I don't have that clarity. I don't just know. And so part of me feels like if I'm constantly wondering, then maybe it's a no, you know, maybe if I don't feel called or compelled to, to bring a life into this world, then maybe that means I don't, you Mm -hmm. know? And then when I say that, I'm like, Oh, well, I'll never be a hundred percent sure. You know, the other side of me is just, you're never that confident in any kind of completely life changing. decision. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But then I think getting married, that was such an easy choice. Mm. you know? And I'm like, and that was a huge, this is the rest of my life decision. And I was like, absolutely. This is the person I want to be with. And I'm so, because I had such confidence in that, I feel like, Oh wait, what? Like, Oh, why am I like, so, on the fence. About that's it. a good, that's such a good point
0: because I mean, even just you saying that makes me reflect on myself that like, yeah, getting married, it wasn't, it, that was not a hard decision for me at all. It was like, yeah, here we go. Let's do this.
1: Yeah.
0: And even though I wanted kids, I got, you know, I want, I wanted Robin, it was still a hard decision. And I don't know what it is about like, you know, cause it's not like we don't see people you know, in the world who have children or who are pregnant. It's not, it's not that secretive, but it definitely is something that just gives you just even more pause. But so I guess like, let's dive into that. Like, okay. and I love that you have notes. Very excited. <laughs> I'm being serious. Um, Cause I know, you know, I always send my guests um, my notes. So you know what I kind of yes. jotted down. Um, so are you able to identify what some of your reasons are for just being undecided or hesitating?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reason I'm undecided is that I can see the positives of both lifestyles. Um, I'm a very selfish person. Let's get that, you know, I'm a human being and I was going to say we all are. Yeah. I think that's pretty natural at this stage of life without having a child, obviously. And I'm also like, the most emotional and empathetic person that I can imagine—I cry at literally everything—and so I think, you know, I, I can, I can definitely see both sides. I could have a child; I would love it more than anything that I can even imagine. I can't even feel that love, like I, I know that in my I'm heart. Really going to you know? tear up. Just I, like... I, I, I might too. <laughs> That's not a surprise. <laughs> I you know. know I, I, I could really imagine that, and like. Dan would be the most amazing father and like it would learn all these cool things and and how fun to watch a human being like learn how to live you know so fun and send them off. right 100% i can see that no problem right and then i also see this happy life with more money more time to ourselves you know let's build this house in Kodiak let's go to Alaska whenever we want let's go Climb mountains and yeah,
0: you know, not have to wear a child on your back while you're doing it.
1: Exactly. Because of course you can do all of those things with children, right? It's 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 just just a little bit more challenging and more logistically involved. Yeah. So it's not that I really feel held back in either way, but it's because of that, that I'm so undecided.
0: Yeah. You know, I still like, I guess even I still see like both sides or both like life options for myself, which is strange. And I don't know if it kind of goes back to like me missing. I think it's more so just like me missing my old life of when it was just the two of us. And we could just go do things on a whim and it just required less planning, like Mm -hmm. less stress. But then you're right. At the same time. I mean, we were literally just talking about this yesterday in our group text, like, me watching it is the coolest thing in the world to just like watch robin's brain work like in real time and like watching him figure things out it is just you know and it's such a it's such a stereotypical parent phrase like you see the world again like through their eyes yeah. but you truly do, you do and it's just like oh my god like it's just so cool to watch a human grow and it's it's you know it's, I don't know, I guess like both things are selfish because, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously if you don't have a kid, you're not selfish. If you don't have a kid, let's put that out there. I don't mean it in that way. I just mean that like, if you don't have a kid, you're able to just essentially do whatever you want. And then if you do have a kid, you're more limited, but at the same time, you get to love and experience this amazing thing, which is like, Selfish is the wrong word, but I can't think of the correct word. So, you know, like in a sense, it is quote selfish, yeah. but yeah, it's really, it's, it's such a hard, it's such a hard decision. Yeah. It's just so hard, but keep going. Um, sorry. I kind of interrupted you. Oh
1: no, you're fine. That was, that was perfect. Thank I right. mean, that's it. Like, <laughs> like on on the side of like, I don't, do I want to have a kid? A like, yeah, I don't feel that calling to be a mother maybe. And like, I feel like, Maybe I should listen to that. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not a baby person. I got the like, I'm not a baby person episode. I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. Except <laughs> I don't have kids. And it's that aspect of it. it's like, oh, yeah, babies. Mm. You know? <laughs> so that kind of made me feel a little better because I do know, like, yeah, of course I would love my baby because it's yours, you know? So mm-hmm. that, I'm not really worried about that. And I don't really feel gosh, I'm so lucky to not feel a social obligation or pressure like family. Like I don't have that, which is nice.
0: Which is amazing. Um, It's, it's shitty that like you feel lucky in that, (laughs) that that's a rare thing, but it, it it is like, it's very rare for a woman to not feel pressure by her friends and family to have children.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And my, my mom has always been very like she raised me to be an extraordinarily independent person. And it was like, do do whatever you feel called to do. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, great. Right, yeah, thanks for guidance. Couldn't you want yes. something? <laughs> just kidding. So, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to be able to build and live a fulfilling, enjoyable life with or without having kids. Absolutely. So, that being said, how do you cross the fence? I got to cross the fence at some time, you know? Yeah and and how do you do that like what gives you that moment of clarity what gave you that moment of clarity um
0: it's weird because yeah you know like i'm not a baby person so for me i didn't necessarily like i'm just not one of those people who wanted has always wanted to be a mom you know how like we all have mm-hmm. those people in our lives who just like since they were 12 years old they were just like i can't wait to be a mom that was not me at all. I was just preoccupied with other things. Um, I really don't think, and definitely on like shitty teaching days, it was like, all right, maybe I'm just not having, (laughs) but I think it, I don't know. I don't even for a little while, I kind of was like, you know what, maybe this is just nice the way it is. Mm -hmm. And then as I think I just got like more settled in my marriage and like really more, even more content and even more happy with Jimmy. Um, I think that was kind of a factor of like, I love this person so much. Like we are so good together. Mm -hmm. I would like to raise another person with him. I think he would be, and he is, he is a good teammate. He's a good partner to raise a kid with. Um, And I think I also wanted the chance to like create a good human being. And this sounds like so weird, like Frankenstein-y and selfish, but I don't know if it's because me working with children and being a teacher, I have always emphasized in my classroom, I have always emphasized it being a good person. Um, mm-hmm. And treating others with respect, and I—I I don't know. I guess I just kind of realized that, like, I if I have the opportunity to contribute um, to the world, a good, respectful, decent human being, then I want to do that. Um, so I think that's kind of how I made my decision. Like, I want to give the world more kindness, like another kind, like push another kind human being out there. So, okay. Guess I'm going to have a kid and then try to make him or her as nice as possible. And of course, now that's like my biggest stress, even though he's only eight months old, I'm like, oh my God, like, is he going to be a dick? Like, just, (laughs) but it's, it's such a pressure that like we put on ourselves, you know, especially like going back to, you said your mom was very much like do whatever you think is right for you, which is amazing. And that's how parents should be, Right. but you still feel pressure from yourself. From you myself, know, from yourself, and I'm it's. Sure. So, do you think is it only coming from you, or do you feel? I think so.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I think I think it's. I'm turning thirty four in a couple months. You know, um, I'm very aware of the time you know left, and right. what felt like when I was thirty. Oh, like maybe by thirty five. I'll be ready, and I'm like, oh shit! It's just the same thing as when you're, you know, when you're a kid. Oh yeah. I always thought like, oh, I'm gonna be married at 23 and have kids at 25 or something yep, like that, yep, and then you get to that age, and you're and like, you're well, like no, no, nope, absolutely not. Yeah, pump those brakes, you know. <laughs> Woo! So of course I'm having that moment, which, uh, what? Yeah. I should expect it because I didn't try. I didn't make any effort to, you know, gain clarity in myself. I just was hoping that that epiphany would happen and it never did. And it probably never will. You know, I'm starting to realize that. And in reality, indecision has its consequences. You know, I'm making a choice to not decide. And that has real negative connotations. However, I'm a scholar at avoidance. (laughs) I just don't think about it, you know what I mean. And because I don't have a mom or a mother in law that's putting the hammer down, you know. Dan's twin brothers having another baby in the next. Oh, it's yeah, like
0: yeah, you have, and it's um, yeah, Coley has given you like uh, it called like she's given you more time. Um, I
1: guess (laughs) yeah, it's called time. Thank you, (laughs) Kayla. And that's been kind of also interesting for me, and I think about this a lot. And in terms of Dan, because he's an identical twin, right? And he's watching his identical twin have babies and like be a father. And I sometimes wonder, like, do you, you know, look at that and, and wonder what it would be like for you and and things like that. And Dan Dan's take on this is very kind of similar to mine. I think a lot less um, thought out in terms of he doesn't have two pages of notes about it you know, but he's, he's kind of, he doesn't have to do the carrying. (laughs) It's true. You know, at at the bottom line is, I think he, he's like, well, it's your decision, you know, which it is good. Good job, Dan. But he feels like he could spend, you know, focused time on making the world a better place and solving the world's problems himself, Mm. or he could spend time raising a human to do that. So that's that a really kind of interesting, crazy.
0: that's a really interesting way to put it because that's almost like, it's not the opposite of what I said.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's, kind of, it's like, I could do this myself or I could raise somebody to do it later. Yeah. You know, um, which is interesting. And, and I, I think the same way I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Cause again, that could go both. Like it's yeah, both things are great. Both things are fine. Yes.
1: <laughs> so it's so hard. So um yeah I don't know I I feel like at the end of the day for me I'm going to be happy either way and I'm going to be disappointed either way oh god yeah well and I need to come to terms with that and maybe like make peace with that and then maybe that time will come and to be honest like what makes me a little scared is that I go through I go I flip-flop right that's how. Like some days in the shower, I'm like, Oh no, I mm. can imagine this life. And then other days, we buy property in Alaska, and now we're trying to build a house. I'm like, This is my new project. It's like I get bored, and I want a project to focus my time on. And that I feel like is dangerous. Like I don't want to look at it that way.
0: Yeah, because you know? a kid is not yeah it's not it's not a project. Than, yeah, it's we, more than a project. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the biggest project you're ever going to do. There is no due date. Yeah, <laughs> the, the project is never done.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I don't want to like put you on the spot and I'm like, well, shit, maybe we should have talked to this before we recorded and I will totally take this out if okay. you want me to. Okay, but have you ever thought about fostering?
1: Uh, yeah, actually. Um, because that is
0: good. you, you know, to quote Miley Cyrus, like you get the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> you hate me so much for that. It's fine.
1: Sure. Um, yeah. That is a really intense question. Um, number one, would they allow us to, I don't, without, maybe, I guess. Yeah, there there are definitely,
0: there are definitely some people who just spend their life fostering. Um, and I don't think, I think there are definitely people out there who just straight foster. They're not fostering to adopt, which I think Mm -hmm. is probably the more common route. Um, Because it's needed, you know, and
1: I mean, you foster to give the birth family a chance to figure out whatever's going on Mm -hmm. and reunite that family because adoption should always be about reunification of family it shouldn't really be about taking a child away so I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about that actually um and I've been looking into some volunteer work here I forget what it's called it's like a, a state appointed person um and you don't have to have any like law experience but essentially as a volunteer, you can work your assigned cases from the state um, that are working with a foster child. And you are basically like the advocate for the child. And that's something I'm really interested in doing. And like you, you know, give advice based on your interviews with the child and the family and, you know, months of work, whether, you know, this child should remain in foster care or, you know, what have you, like lots of, lots of pressure, but I feel like that's fulfilling to me. So I've been kind of researching that. I haven't really thought about fostering a child because I'm not ready to have a child. Right. Right. Like exactly. And so I so decided, I don't know, but you're, that's an interesting, I don't know. I wouldn't want to look at fostering like, Oh, do I want to do this myself? So right. Like right. Trying it. <laughs> It's
0: not an experiment, like yeah. It's not fair for you to like basically use the foster child (laughs) as an experiment. That's not what we're advocating for at all. (laughs) Let me put that out there. I just, as you were talking, I -hmm. was just thinking, you know, if you you don't necessarily see it, see you becoming a parent or a mom, but it also seems like, I mean, I know you, you're an amazing human who can 100% help mold other
1: mm-hmm. kids into
0: amazing humans. So I was like, oh, well, fostering is kind of, sort of like that, depending on your position and your um, um opinion on mm-hmm. it. So it's just
1: something that, yeah. that's no, interesting, but that would make me a mother in my opinion. Right. You know oh, I mean? 100%. So motherhood, is it for me? You know, <laughs> like, that's the question.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I will say my, so I had that thought and then my other thought while you were talking, and this sounds like I'm not listening. I am listening when you're talking, but I'm also like trying to figure out. I don't know. I'm a teacher, so I like to problem solve. So I'm like, how can I help her? (laughs) But I also. Let's
1: (laughs) come to a solution
0: right now, live. (laughs) Um, Well, I also, I deeply, I didn't realize this, but I deeply relate to this in terms of deciding whether or not to have more than one child. Mm -hmm. And I realized that that's kind of exactly what you were saying. Like, you can see it both ways. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about having just Robin having and I shouldn't mm-hmm. say I shouldn't even say just having one co- child mm-hmm. and then having more than one. I can totally see it going both ways. I can totally see regretting. Not mm-hmm. I don't want to say like regretting, but like, no, own it. Like, it's fine. It's OK. Like, have I feel like one kid like that's fucking terrifying. to me. Yeah. Like, ugh. so I that is one of my fears that like we have a second kid and I'm just like, dude, fuck, like this is, I'm miserable. I hate this. And I think that is part of what like stops me. That is why I'm one of those people who's like, "Uh, no, like maybe I am just good. I'm good with one. I'm fine.
1: Um, You're speaking my truth right now. That's exactly (laughs) how I feel. I'm like, I I go through this pregnancy for me because you know, my, this is how, if it's going to be bad, it's going to be horrible for me. Right. It's (laughs) going to be awful. No, you're literally going to be the cutest pregnant person ever. and just throwing up and crying all the time <laughs> for sure. But you but well, you already cry already, now so exactly can you imagine the tears? Oh god. Um I'm not even afraid of that though. Like I'm not really that afraid of being pregnant or any of the weird gross stuff. I find that a very interesting. I'm like, oh wow, like why is my body doing this?
0: You know, it was nice to talk to you and Jen while I was pregnant because I feel like, and like, you know, when I was newly postpartum, because I feel like you guys, you genuinely wanted to know the information, yeah. but you weren't like that's gross. Like you weren't like weirded out by it, which uh, ends up happening a lot. Like women or new moms, new parents, or pregnant women, p- pregnant people, I should say, do open up. And then people are like, oh, really? And so the reaction is kind of negative. So then you're like, all right, guess I won't be talking about my hemorrhoids anymore.
1: <laughs> no, I love that stuff. I want like unadulterated honesty and like I want to know everything. Welcome to the happen. show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so like this, this stuff doesn't really scare me off from it. It's just like once it's done, it's done. And I'm going to be holding this screaming baby and like, what the fuck did I do? And it's like, all right, drive safe, go home. (laughs) Yeah. I I just have such a, maybe we are getting spot on this. I do have this very big fear of that and just regretting doing it. And you know what? I'm going to be, I am okay with the fact that I will be regretful either way. I will always wonder like, what if, or maybe I will wonder what if about like, you know, what would our life have been like without kids? Yeah. And I feel like
0: it's more important to not regret that child.
1: Not that I would. it. Oh, but no. 100%, 100%. 100%. I feel like I would have more guilt about regret once I have a baby.
0: Yeah, dude. Because, like, I, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. unfortunately, I think that, like, our, we've talked about this before on one of Shawnee's episodes, how, like, our sex ed in this country is fucking trash. And part of the reason. It's terrible. Aside from like anatomical aspects and like the nitty gritty. It also doesn't talk about the responsibility of having a child, the weight of having a child. Sure. You can take the one pound bag of flour home, like for the weekend, whatever. That's not like, no, that doesn't actually get into the depths of how having a child changes your life. And I think if we would have those discussions more often and also at an earlier stage of our life, then we could, then everyone would be contemplating it a little bit more and everyone would have a little bit more time and clarity. And Mm -hmm. it would also just be a much more like commonplace conversation, you know, like, oh, so like, how are you feeling about how, you know, like it would be, it would be a more open forum. And maybe mm-hmm. people like you, cause you said in the very beginning of this, so like you never have really talked about this. You are open to, it, but you've never talked about it. Um, and like, maybe that would change and other people, it would be that like, Oh, me too. Like I'm also on the fence. Okay, great. Like, let's talk about this. Let's bond yeah. about this and let's maybe help each other or let's just have this opportunity to vent. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, and also listening to Dr. Shani's episodes. Oh my gosh. I love, love her. I'm like, can I have a baby so that I can hire you to be my doula? (laughs) I
0: told you, I mean, you heard me. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and have a second one literally just so
1: you can be my doula. So insightful. I was just like, oh, come on. (laughs) So I think uh, my, my goal is that I'm going to listen to all these people talking about this through your podcast and, you know, everybody going forward, chime in on (laughs) Should Melissa not want to have a child opinions welcome we'll start a poll <laughs> you know i want to hear from people that were on the fence mm. and then you made a decision you know oh absolutely because that will uh,
0: help you either way it's going to help
1: yeah. you. yeah or maybe you didn't realize you're on the fence but you know you did make a decision either you, you if you have a child you made it well most of the time, <laughs> well, you some last, last yeah. time I checked,
0: the statistic was that uh, actually 50% of pregnancies are unplanned. Oh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. like, whew, and I that's definitely something that, um, mm. <laughs> in my younger days when <laughs> <laughs> when I was absolutely not wanting to have a child yeah. yet, you know, like I was just not there, I would that that like having that stat in the back of my head would kind of remind me to like girl keep your wits about you like <laughs> <laughs> like mm-mm. yeah which you're going the do wrong way want? yeah like which 50 do you want to be part of
1: <laughs> all right come on <laughs> keep yeah, your guard I up <laughs> I know yeah I, I definitely remember those times very very well and I've just like transitioned into like a Ooh, well you know and sometimes I just wish you know, birth control weren't so effective and I would just have a decision made for me. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. truly do. Cause I feel like in that moment, this is horrible. I don't want this to actually happen, but in that moment I would have clarity. Oh, you know, for sure. Happened, yeah. Like, oh my God. No. Or. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <sighs> exactly. Um, well let's do this. Let's, if you are listening and you are a person who is on the fence or you were on the fence Um, and (laughs) you crossed over selling, don't they use that term in, um, (laughs) Casper, the friendly ghost. Okay. That's embarrassing (laughs) for me. (laughs) Yeah. If so, basically by crossover, we mean either way you made the decision and you were like, yep, I'm not having a child and I'm fine. Or you made the decision and you have a child. Um, we would, we Melissa and I would love to hear from you. Please email us parenttelpod at gmail.com. Um, it's easier to email if if your story is longer, but if it's shorter, you can 100% just send a direct message on Instagram, uh, which is same, um, same handle, parenttelpod, because it is important to you brought up a good point. It is important to hear from other people because it will it's that moment of like community. It is maybe providing you your moment of clarity. It's that venting. It's that me too. Okay, great. I'm not alone. So I feel just the tiniest bit better about this. It's all of those moments. Um, and once again, that's a whole point of this podcast. So 100% encourage people to reach out. If this is something that applies to you either way, and you decided to not have kids or you decided to have kids, um, But I guess when do you, and it's tough and like, maybe you don't have an answer for this right now and that's perfectly fine. But like, when do you make a solid choice?
1: I don't know. I mean, I really don't have an answer to that. And then my mind goes to when do I have, have to make a choice or when, when does my body make a choice for me? Or what if that's already happened? What if I've spent these years thinking and Oh, Melissa, actually, you're infertile. Like, and then how does that, you how know, how does that change how you feel about it? A hundred percent, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm just, oh God, look at me. I'm just a ball of like, oh, what if this, what if this? And just it's called spiraling.
0: People. And yes, we all well. do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did okay. it like when we were trying or when we decided that we wanted to have a baby, 100%. Like, okay, great. Well, Guess I'm going to find out that I can't have children. You know, we all all do it. And it's just, it's something that we can't help. But what we kind of have to do is remind ourselves, at least me personally, like, hold on. That's a what if. What ifs are not real. They aren't real until they are. Yeah. So like, stop that train of thought. Um, But I guess, I don't know.
1: So let's, I I don't know. I don't know. I wish I, I had a better answer for that, but I really don't, you know, it's, I, I really have no idea when, when do I have to maybe never, maybe never. And but I think it's... that I could be 60 and then I'm like, all right, I'm ready. And now I'm going to be a foster mom or something. I don't know. I oh, mean, no, what, what? absolutely.
0: Right. Yeah. You could foster children in your beautiful Kodiak, Alaska home. Like exactly. who does? honestly do whatever you want. Like, oh. who. <gasps>
1: I mean, even know what I want to do. Though.
0: That's the problem. That is, it's. But you have time to figure yeah, it out. I have
1: time.
0: Yeah, I do you have time. And I, I think, from it's, what I've
1: read, like uh, so, the, yes, hello. In, until forty, you're a completely, Girl, completely capable. So much time.
0: Of and let's walls. say it like one more time for the people in the back who are freaking out because they're like on the cusp of thirty. You have so much no, time. You have
1: so much time. Let me like, tell
0: you. You are fine. Do not let do the well. term geriatric pregnancy intimidate you. Like no, you're fine. You're good. No, you,
1: I think that's great. And I also another what was that Dr. Sean? was. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that would be uh, awesome. You get all these tests. I want to know everything. Hell yeah! I think that's amazing. I'm like yeah. I'm full full in. You know? Honestly, I feel only like I got downside. gypped. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the only downside I think is just energy you yes. know, and, and just being older and having an event.
0: Yeah. Or, and then also like, then that factors into like recovery. So, you know, like the older yeah. your body gets, the harder it is to recover oh, from yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like
1: that, that probably will really suck, but it's not holding me back. You know, there's, there's no,
0: no, that. it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> well,
1: scared.
0: you're going to be thinking about this for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. I mean, I'm sure you think about it probably almost every day. No, Uh, no, not really. That's, it's my avoidance. I I'm really good at just, let's just live your life right now. Yeah. And, and every once in a while, you know, Tim and I don't talk about it that much. Like we, I think about it when our friends are, and family are having kids, of course, Mm. but yeah. You know,
0: but maybe you like, like, just be the cool. I mean, Hey, look, you want to watch Robin for a week? (laughs) Bye. I'm not a baby person. Kayla. He's. (laughs) he's almost <laughs> fine. I'll bring him to you at like 12
1: months, 12 months, 18 months. He can walk. No, wait, when are they no longer babies?
0: Um, Shoot. I'm blanking. It is. It's either 12 months or 18 months when they're not infants anymore, they become toddlers. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. I just need the facts.
0: Yes. Also, I, and a newborn is actually, you're technically only a newborn the first two months of your life. After oh. that,
1: you're an infant. Okay. Good. Good to know. Yeah. Um, may I ask you a question that's totally unrelated, but you can ask me anything to to this podcast because I heard it a few episodes ago and I was like, what you were talking about, um, your milk coming in and that the lactation consultant, I think said that, um, it was normal for it to be three to five days before the milk comes in. Yeah. What happened in the olden days?
0: What do you mean? Like before they had formula? Yeah. So, and like, again, 100% not an expert on this. If anyone wants to provide me with more information, please contact me via email or Instagram. And I'll probably regret saying that. Be nice about it. Mm. Um, So if you choose to not supplement with formula, you 100% can do that because... Even when like your milk is starting to come in, you will still have at least a little bit of colostrum. And so the baby nursing or chest feeding, they're still getting at least some and colostrum is actually filled with so much fat. It's like even more nutritious than regular Mm -hmm. regular breast milk. So yeah, I feel like in the olden days, babies were probably like a lot more sickly and a lot (laughs) like skinnier on the outset. But yeah, until that milk comes in, and also though it's important to highlight that like every parent or every yeah every lactating person is different of course in terms yeah. of like yeah it's so, like a lot of people some people have like crazy amounts of colostrum before they give birth to the point where like they're storing it in the freezer like in um in syringes yeah and then i was not like that like i barely had any i think i saw like my boob leak like one time and i was like oh okay <laughs> but it like never happened again until my milk came in. So everyone is different. Um, But that honestly is a really good point. Now it just makes me sad thinking about all like the, the the peasant babies,
1: like in the the Renaissance times. But then maybe it was like, this is the, the, it takes a village. It's the community aspect. Maybe there's another lactating mother. that. Oh, good point. Good point. Absolutely.
0: Actually shoot. I bet you, you know what? That was it.
1: Did you already know (laughs) the answer? I feel like I just make stuff up and it sounds right, so we're just gonna go with it. That's I mean, the story of my life. That's a, honestly
0: that's what every adult is doing. If you're a kid, <laughs> if you're a kid and listening to this, one, turn this off. It's too much cursing. Two, literally, like no one knows what they're doing. No one knows, and we're all just like trying to figure it out. And that's why we need help. That's why, yeah, that's why the concept of the village, you know, came to be. And I think that's a really, that's probably exactly what they did. Now we're going to look it up. All right. We'll Mm -hmm. report back or you look it up on your own, whatever you have your own smartphone. I'm not your mom. Um, but I, I don't know. That's such a hard, like you're in such a hard place, but I think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that you're taking it seriously, you know? And you are taking this time to, you know, you bought a freaking book about it. Like that shows that either way you are committed, you're committed to yourself and you mm-hmm. want to do what's right for yourself. And that's ultimately what we should all be doing. Mm-hmm. So good for you because a lot of people don't take the time to do that. And I'm not just, I'm not talking about, you know, becoming a parent, I'm just talking about in life in general. Yeah. So, I think that's awesome. Let me Thank know how you. the book is.
1: I appreciate it. I will. I mean. The other side of that is that I bought this book like years ago. I I got through, it's like 12 weeks of a program. Like every chapter you spend a week with it. And like Uh the first chapter I was like stopped in my tracks and I was like, oh, I don't know. Was it just like, it was like family stuff. Oh, really? Chapter one. Okay. (laughs)
0: Like at least wait till like chapter four, wait till like, um, you know, have a little dent in the book. Yeah. So what is yeah. heavy it is it is um that is one of the things I had written down in my notes of one of the reasons why someone might choose to not have children because if you had a difficult upbringing, you have childhood trauma, there's generational trauma in your family, you don't want to pass that on, and yeah. I one hundred percent identify with that you know i I still had a kid, but I am absolutely terrified of passing. The things that I learned and unfortunately experienced in my childhood, I'm afraid of like that coming out into my parenting choices and parenting style, and then pushing that onto my kid 100 Like that's, it's all mm-hmm. valid. It's all valid. Just do what, I don't know, do what works for you. And if you don't know what works for you, I would like to think that eventually you will have your answer.
1: I think so. I mean, I wish more people would be this butthole and, you know, like that's the 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 sweet irony is that i can think of off the top of my head many people who perhaps you know should have spent a little bit more time thinking about their decision mm-hmm. <laughs> to
0: say mm-hmm. it i mean nice it's way. yeah to put it nicely yeah for sure
1: you know, and meanwhile i'm like i just want to have like a, a good thoughtful kind human being and what if that doesn't you know what i mean it's just, yeah hold on let's uh get it together <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is that is kind of like a that's kind of a good way to like remind yourself to chill out a little bit yeah. you know not saying that you need to but just like a good reminder of like look people have been doing this yeah since the dawn of time and sometimes with very little forethought so mm-hmm. if you're going into it with this much contemplation if it doesn't end up working out for you, I can without a doubt say one hundred percent you're going to do a phenomenal job. I mean, yeah, thank you. Yeah, That's very sweet. That's um, very shoot, I forget the other thing I was going to say. Oh well, so that also like reminded me me saying that to you of um when I was very nervous about giving birth and just. Because again, it is such a mystery. No one actually tells you. No one had actually talked to me and said, like, look, here's the deal. Until I read Anime Sky to Childbirth. I was like, oh, that's the deal. But like <laughs> it, but I was better for it because it called my anxiety. Um, and one time, I think I was in my first trimester, maybe my second trimester, my former therapist, who like at this point, I hope she doesn't listen. Cause I obviously reference <laughs> her so many times on this show, but like in a good way, because I loved her so much. Um, I was just telling her how I was just so worried, like everything was just worrying me. I was worried about the pain. I was worried that like, I'm not drinking enough water because I'm a teacher and I can't go to the bathroom whenever I want. So if I drink a lot of water, then I have to freaking pee and it's just such a mess. And then I know I'm pregnant. I'm supposed to drink a lot of water. You know, I was spiraling and she was like, look, you can give birth in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like, (laughs) okay, I love her. No, she was like seriously, like your body is built if you choose so, your body is built to do this. You can give birth in a coma. So like chill the fuck out, Kayla. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. And it's kind of similar like look, people have been doing this since forever. Um and if you choose to do it, you'll be great at it. If you choose to not do it, you'll be great at that too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: it really, yeah, it really is up to you. I personally, selfishly, obviously I want you to have a child because then my child and your child can be best friends forever. But um, also you can just be like, all right, let's go to Aunt Melissa's house. Like, can you imagine? I die. Um, (laughs) It's just so cute. So it's like, Either way, I am just like, I just want to let you know, either way, it doesn't matter to me what, what you do I
1: appreciate your
0: support <laughs> for sure. Girls support girls. That's what real friends do. Like I'm not here. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's life choices are different and I am not here to try and tell you what
1: to do. That's too bad because I
0: need it but thank you. <laughs> I was going to say I reserve that for my students. I get paid to tell well <laughs> you I used to get paid to tell little children what to do. <laughs> um okay, well I thought a lot about how to ask this final question. I was like, "Well, shoot. I don't know." So, I know you saw it. And I think this is this is a valid question either way. If you do become a parent, what kind of parent do you hope you will be? And I I wrote in my notes, you know, we're not talking about parenting style, which is a stupid obsession that American parents have anyway. Um, like, do you want to, yeah, I'm not going to put an answer on you. I, what mean,
1: kind of I feel like this, I've, I'm getting the cop-out question here because like, I can, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, what do you want to be? Well, I would have, what do I want to be? I want to be the best parent that I can be. I want to be warm, and supportive and loving and loyal. And I want to, be kind and, and raise good people. You know, that's what I would want to be, but let's be real. I'm sure all of the mothers in the world would be like, yeah, of course you do no shit, but like, you're not going to know until you're in that situation (laughs) what kind of parent you will be. And that's the reality. Yeah. That's true. But
0: at the same time, I think kind of going back to like how you, what you experience when you're a kid affects, um, the kind of parent you want to be, which is kind of like Mm -hmm. almost like a, it's almost just like a foundation or like a mantra that at least me, I end up just kind of coming back to. Mm -hmm. Um, And is, is that kind of something again, very obviously hypothetical. um, Is that something that kind of resonates with you? Like, are there certain things that you just know, if you became a parent, you would absolutely prioritize because maybe they weren't prioritized for you when you were a kid.
1: Oh, that's a really great question. Um, See, I made I, it better. Now it's not a cop out. <laughs> well, I, I made mean a cop out for me because I can say whatever. Right, I want, right, right, right. You know, like because it's just like, oh, what kind of? And I would be the one want to be the same parent everybody would want to be. You know, yeah. A good one, if you, you know? could be an
0: animal, what kind of animal would you? Right. That's
1: what. It is. It's like, yeah. There's nothing backing that up. So I, I don't know. I mean, I don't have. I don't really have an answer to that. Um, that's I fine. I think. I think i my parents were pretty cool like they really i don't know i I don't know a lot about parenting styles or anything like that um i just know who i am now and um wow my mom is also like super emotional and she cries all the time that's where i got that huh (laughs) That's so funny to think about because i really haven't thought about that um but my my parents were super supportive of me and i always felt like I had a really good accepting foundation, you know what I mean? But, and I don't know how they did it, you know, but they raised me to be extremely independent. I'd say the one thing that was really lacking perhaps was, uh, communication my like communication skills in in deep relationships are not that awesome. And Hey, I mean, look at me now. So maybe like I was going to say, we're know. having this like really big conversation. <laughs> well, right yeah, now. that's true. That's true. Like, I guess I kind of, but I, I also do avoid things quite a bit. You know what I mean? Like these big decisions. So, you know, I would want to be the person that could instill like how to make confident, thoughtful decisions in somebody, but I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> oh, I, f- I feel the same way you though. Know? It's like,
0: and also how do you, you brought a good point. Like, you don't know how your parents did it. I I turned out to be a very independent, yeah. like well-spoken person who can stand up for themselves, but it's like, yeah, okay. I want the same for Robin. So
1: how, how do but I, I don't know.
0: How, yeah. Like, how do I go about making that happen? I
1: think you just love them. You're loyal to them. And you set that example, you know, cause kids imitate everything. That's how they learn. So you be independent. I don't know. I I don't Parents would know better than me. I know nothing. I'm a parent. I don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, when you're, when you have your child, you get all these magical powers and you. Right.
0: Oh, right. And we just have to tell everyone that we don't know. It's all. Yeah. Smoking
1: mirrors. It's
0: fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: when I figure it out, I'll let you know. Cool. (laughs) Then I'll make my decision then, so it's fine.
0: Okay, all right. So <laughs> you know you have some time. Yeah, <laughs> you really do. Um, I know. And if you, yeah, I think what you're, what you said, you, your mom, like, you know, raised you to be, just do what works for you. Yeah. But you are right in what you said earlier. Is yeah, like not making a choice is a choice.
1: It is, and it has consequences for sure. And I'm yeah. kind of feeling them. You know. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you
0: know, it's, it's one of those things that like, there is no way to end. There's no good way to end this because it's, it's not, it hasn't ended. It's ongoing.
1: Yeah, it's true. I'll be back once I make a decision or maybe we'll have like a little mini. So at the end of 2021, because I did say I, I am reading this book at least, you know, maybe not making the decision, but like, it's only 12 weeks of your life. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> so, like I I'll let you know how I feel after the book. All right, for we real. Get a little life update
0: and Okay. it'd be like those um he's <laughs> thinking thing of like the unsolved mysteries, the original one where the guy would update like they caught the killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: That's, okay, that's so been. we'll yeah,
0: all right. Well we continue. we're making this plan right now, late December 2021 we'll Come back, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for coming on. This awesome. was so much fun. I love you Thanks so much. For me. I miss you.
1: I miss you too. <sighs> All
0: right, well, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye.
1: Goodbye. <laughs>